Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro revenge video. If you want to join me in getting revenge against the YouTube algorithm, make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. Also, I've set up a channel membership just in case you want to show your support and help keep story time going for as long as possible. So if you love my videos or want to have your comments shown like this one by Phantasm, click the join button below this video. That said, our first story of the day is by Ordinary Oddity. Congrats, you donated to charity. Over the past few years, I keep receiving emails for a person with the same name as me. Some of these emails include very sensitive information, like home addresses, children's school info, etc. I finally received an email with this correct email address, one letter difference. I kindly emailed that address, informing him of what I was receiving and to please correct the issue. He responded and apologized. Years later, it's still happening. I just got an email about his Chipotle rewards, of which he had accumulated a thousand points. I clicked the link to redeem the rewards and donated them all to charity. Feels good to give back. If after all these years, somebody's personal info was still showing up to your account even after you warned them, even menial stuff like Chipotle rewards, would you feel guilty using those or donating them like OP did? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Soft Critic TY. My brother was probably mean to me, so I hid his blankets. So I was like 9, male, bro was about 10. We didn't get along as kids. I was sensitive mama's boy. He was independent father's son kind of deal. One day he pissed me off. No memory of what it was. It was probably him calling me stupid or taking an extra five minutes during his turn on the TV. Really dumb kid stuff, but it always got way under my skin. I always slept longer than my brother and since I was upset, I decided to go to bed even earlier than usual. But before that, I took his comforter, a big bulky black and red one, and hid it. Not like stuffed it in a corner though. We had a few empty moving boxes in our room, I don't remember why. So I put his blanket in one, then put the other two on top. I also did a little bit of cleaning to make it look irrelevant to us fighting. Cue his bedtime. I was fast asleep and I was a heavy sleeper when he came in. He climbed to the top bunk, got confused when he didn't see his blanket, then climbed back down and went to get my mom. My master plan was in full motion. Mom came in, they searched, and even tried to wake me up. But both efforts were in vain. My devilish scheme was successfully interrupting his night. All because he... something that day. Our mom literally asked him at that point, Did you upset your brother today? Probably, he said. And so my mom just found other blankets for him to sleep with. The next morning, I was questioned before fully waking up. In a haze, I walked with great purpose over to the boxes, picked up one, picked up the other, and revealed the third box with a bit of a sassy ta-da emotion to have his blanket. Then I went back to sleep. Our mom loves telling the story at family get-togethers. Figured it would fit here. 
To be fair, having grown up with a brother very close in years to me, this is the kind of petty stuff we would definitely do to each other. There were definitely moments where I would get in little fights and me and my brother would have, you know, some physical bouts and stuff. There'd be times where I would go prepare his toothbrush for him at night, where I went and put a little bit of liquid soap on his toothbrush before covering that in toothpaste. Except in that situation, my brother didn't even notice, so... It didn't help that the toothpaste was extremely minty. Our next story is by Kadan. You want a race? Okay. This is not my story, it's my friend's. He's given his approval to post it. Because it's hilarious and needs to be told. It dates back to his teenage years when he was taking driving classes before getting his license. So he's driving the class car with the instructor in the passenger seat and another student or two in the back seat. Standard stuff. Currently stopped at a red light in the right turn only lane. No turn on red. Some idiot speed demon pulls up next to him and starts revving his engine challenging him to a race. He's in a clearly marked driver's education car. What is this idiot thinking? Now the fun part, my friend sees the tip of a car poking out between the building about half a block down. It's a very distinct shape. The model that is used for all of the police squad cars looks like a speed trap. So he decides to have some fun. He starts revving his engine back, egging the idiot on, turned to the instructor and said, don't worry, I'm not stupid. When the light turned green, this idiot took off like a bat out of heck. My friend slowly and calmly made his right turn, just like he was supposed to. Before he had completed his turn, he could see that that squad car had pulled out with lights and siren going chasing that idiot down. Now, I don't know if this makes me out to be a complete nerd, but anytime I hear of stories of people pulling up next to you, revving their engine, it just makes me think about Back to the Future. There was a scene in the main timeline where the main character got egged on and decided to race somebody and crashed into a car. But because they went to the future and found out that happened to them, when they went back to the past and lived their life up to that point, they were smart enough not to make the same decision. Anyways, I'm ready for my nerd trophy, but if you're gonna give it to me, you better hurry up because I got D&D soon. And right after that, I'm doing a raid on Warcraft, so you better be quick. Our next story is by Dear Unit 1666 Advice for Aggressive Telemarketing I have a couple telemarketing places calling me non-stop, and I have kids in school and employees to manage, so not answering random numbers is not an option. And this is quite annoying. I've realized a bunch of the numbers were similar and took to spamming them back repeatedly to jam their system up. And once in a while, they answer pissed off, to which I reply, oh, you don't like being called repeatedly? I am on the do not call list. However, I would like to up the heat on this one particularly aggressive and rude scammer that keeps calling even after I did this. Heck, I'll post their list of numbers on here even. For everyone concerned about the spoofing thing, you are correct and I understand usually they are smart enough to do this. This one specific couple that call repeatedly and they've answered the phone, usually when people call us back, it was 100% the same person that was calling me. They sound like methed out hillbillies who aren't smart enough to cover their tracks. It's one specific set of 800 numbers that show up with only one digit changed, and they all go to a phone directory with options to get a hold of their fake loan and car warranty scams, until they changed it to Spanish and then just blocked me. It's kind of funny that with the internet nowadays with ad blockers, with smart cookie blockers, VPNs, If you're not the most technologically savvy, you can even do antiviruses. Like, protection on the internet's gotten really pretty decent. But yet, there's still like a wild west on the phone lines because there's just 
no reliable way, I guess, to filter out phone scammers and phone spoofers and callers that hit you up from entire different continents asking for Skype gift cards. Otherwise, your social security number is going to be wiped off the face of the earth or something. And while there's apps that try to help filter out scam calls, they always seem to get through. One meme that I think will just never die is, we're calling about your car's extended warranty. And even though you do end up on the do not call list, you can't really like enforce it. You can report a number all you want, but if it's gonna be some really scammy thing, there's no tracking those people down. Good luck to whatever government agency's trying to do that. Our next story is by Latimer555. Math teacher won't give me 100% okay? How about 51%? Happened a decade ago in grade 10 math. I'm quite good at math in my life. Always grasped it very quickly with high 90s as my average. I failed English, which I thought was impossible. Anyways, my teacher was always on our cases about his teaching ability and no student ever left his class with less than 60-some percent. How his methods could teach anyone. Anyways, he had a habit of adding a bonus question every unit test, with each test being worth 10% of the final grade and the final worth 40%. After so many weeks in exams, we were coming up on the first report card, and I had gotten over 100% on every test. So when I opened the card, I was less than zealous about my mark being 99.9%. When I approached him, he said that he couldn't hand out a perfect 100. I asked why, and he stated, I can't score something a 0 or a 100 just the way it is. Cue my revenge, I did my math to figure out how to end my class with 50%. I purposely got a 0, which he gave me, on every unit exam after and made sure to only answer 23 questions on my final. He threw out this ordeal, told me I was being foolish and it would only affect my own future, to which I replied repeatedly it would also affect his previous record. It was right before the final that the vice principal and the teacher called me in to have a talk about my conduct. I explained the thorn that started it all. The teacher went on to say I was damaging my future. And all the vice principal said after it all was, you should have given him the 100. I ended up with a 51 final grade, which was enough for me to get two trades and make more money than him and ensure myself a comfortable future. I definitely appreciate any teacher that focuses on trying to make sure every student does well. That said, if a student legitimately gets a 100, they deserve to get that 100. A teacher that refuses to hand out a perfect score to somebody that gets perfect scores? I think that's just kinda stupid, honestly. I also literally cannot relate to the story in any way. I was good in English and not math. I just don't have patience for math. The only thing I can relate to this story is that me and OP both got about the same grades in math, 51%. Our next story is by The Spinning Phantom. Don't let your dog poop on other people's property in my neighborhood. You'll be sorry. Not long after I moved into my house, I got a dog. About a year later, a new neighbor moved onto our street and he also had a dog. Everything seemed to be fine for about seven-ish months and then I noticed that the older woman across the street had handmade little signs on sticks stuck into the ground along the front of her lawn saying, please don't let your dog poop in my yard. I thought it was pretty funny and chalked it up to her being a cranky old lady. Not long after that, I was cleaning up dog poop in my own yard. I had a great designed patch of grass on the opposite side of the driveway ideal for this. When I scooped a poop that seemed larger than most of my dogs, 
I figured maybe I'd given too many treats. I don't know, didn't think much of it. A week later, I was doing my daily poop scooping again when I noticed another really large pile of poop. Only this time, there were a bunch of corn kennels in it, freaking disgusting. So I instantly knew this was definitely not my dog's poop. I was pissed. Then I remembered the cranky old lady's signs. Maybe she wasn't just cranky and old after all, or at the very least, justifiably so. I decided I would keep a much closer eye on what was going on in my neighborhood from now on. I pretty much keep to myself and don't bother anyone. One day, I'm washing dishes at the sink, and out the window I see a dog, unleashed, come running into my backyard. I'm watching trying to rinse and dry my hands because my dog is flipping up barking. As I get to the door, the unknown dog squats and starts dropping bombs. I flew outside and was about to start yelling at the dog when I saw the owner standing at the end of my driveway watching. I was absolutely astounded. I said, hey, your dog just pooped in my yard, what the freak? He responded with, yeah. I said, well, you need to clean that up, now. He looks around and pats his pockets and says, I don't have anything to put it in. So I asked why he hadn't brought in a baggie along like a normal, courteous person, to which he shrugged and said, do you have one I can use? No, sorry, no can do. I told him he'd have to go and get one and come back, and that I would wait. So we did. He walked home, got a bag, and when he returned, I was waiting in my driveway. He cleaned up his dog's mess, and we had no issues for the next few months. Towards the end of that spring, I noticed every right-to-be cranky old lady had her handmade signs up again. Uh Uh-oh, not again. Did this guy not learn? And darn, how rude. I decided I would have to again keep a lookout. About a week and a half later, over Memorial Day weekend, I had some family over. My brother, his wife, and my two nieces, age four and two, came over for a cookout. The adults were chatting, cooking, having a few drinks, while the kids were playing in the backyard by the garden. When my four-year-old niece comes over and starts tugging on my brother's arm, the smell hit us instantly. They'd been playing in dog poop. I thought my brother's wife was going to go ballistic. Who could blame her? And I'll tell you that if looks could kill, I would be a cold, decomposing body in the ground right now. She asked me why. Why I would let them play in an area where my dog's bathroom is. I kept trying to tell her I didn't. We have a designated poop area. I don't know why there was poop, but I did know. Oh boy, did I know. It took everything in me not to march down the street and confront dog poop man. I decided it would only start trouble because I didn't know if I could keep my temper under control. Needless to say, it ruined the cookout and pretty much the whole visit, and I've never been so embarrassed. A week went by and I was still infuriated, even more so after stewing in it. I decided that this called for some good old-fashioned revenge, and I was going to school this jerk once and for all. Spring turned into summer, and I let my anger motivate me to be patient. My plan would take some time. As time passed, I continued my daily poop scooping, only now, instead of disposing of it, I was collecting it in a bucket with a lid. I would leave it out in the hot sun for maximum odor. After three and a half humid, scorching summer months of collecting turds, the final phase of the mission was quickly approaching. I think it's worth noting that I didn't see Dog Poop Man all summer or his dog, and I wondered if he'd finally learned or got on an earful from one too many neighbors. Didn't matter. 
His fate was sealed. I chose a beautiful night. Fall was just around the corner, so the temperatures were cooler and humidity lower. I sat out by the fire and got pretty plastered. Sometime between 2.30 and 3 a.m., I took my bucket of feces and staggered down the street. I remember standing there for a moment smiling as I imagined Dog Poop Man walking out his door in the morning to the sights and smells that awaited him. Then I tore off the lid and flung all that crap everywhere. It was a lot of poop. It was one of the most satisfying things I've ever done. I'm probably going to heck, but it was worth it. I drove by his house the next afternoon, and he had hired a cleanup crew. He glared at me as I passed. He was pissed, but I was smiling, elated. That man's dog never pooped in anyone's yard again, ever. I think the only thing that would make this story better is OP goes over with the bucket, looks around, and realizes, hey... There's five of my neighbors and they're holding buckets too. And basically, the yard is left so full that the dude can barely open his front door. Clean up after your dogs, please. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.